Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com find. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash find. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. ZipRecruiter.com slash find. Circle up, team. We've got status. Evelyn's marketing consultancy client roster is skyrocketing. Okay, so this week is a biggie. We've got the pitch and three client meetings. She needs another analyst before her team's free time plummets. Who's running the competitive analysis on fruit snacks? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents And Doug Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. It really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty.
kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Remember our digital platforms, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Great way to take the show with you anywhere, and it's absolutely free download for your smartphone or tablet. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Uh, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we are on your favorite podcasting platform. Check out the show at your leisure, again, on the podcast. It normally goes up about 20 minutes after the show it has concluded. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, our colleague right here at 106.1 FM, and, of course, the voice of UNO Athletics, uh, Jude Young will join me on the program. That's this Thursday at 1 p.m., live broadcast on LAE, also live streaming on the WLATV YouTube page. And then come the rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, that's WLATV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. 2 a.m. on The Deuce every Saturday morning and every Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, as mentioned, always on our social media platforms. On the program today, Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights will join us at 4.35 talking about the great win last night over the Los Angeles Lakers. And, of course, we are now in the um, stretch run of the Pelican season. We'll get into all that. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com will let us know about uh, the LSU Tigers, uh, baseball, football, and basketball, all coming up at about 5.15 this afternoon. Uh, and, of course, he's from uh, TigerBait.com. So, uh, again, a full show for you. Those that are looking for Larry Holder, Taking the week off, he'll rejoin us next week on the program. Uh, so, again, uh, Larry Larry out today, but will rejoin us next week. Uh, with that said, let, let's jump into it. First of all, um, just a huge weekend, right? And this is going to be a huge week for us as well here, here in New Orleans. Um, the, the Final Four is here, and, uh, again, it is the first major sporting event uh, that we really hosted since the pandemic. Now, you can talk about the Sugar Bowl. Uh, you know, and, you know, doing games uh, with the Saints and also, again, the Pell. But this is really an, an international-type situation when you start talking about the Final Four. Uh, the, uh, for the city and the state, it's a huge week. I mean, just a huge week. Uh, the tax revenue that's going to be derived from, from this week is, is going to be big time. For not just the city, but I gotta say for the state as well. See, a lot of people get this get this messed up. They think, oh wait, wait, the money all goes in the city's treasury. And how come we're not seeing more? Look, uh, a lot of that money is going into the state treasury and trickles back down to New Orleans. Yes, New Orleans gets gets uh, uh, you know their share of, of sales tax here in the city, no doubt about that. 
but this is big, just as big for the for the state as it is for the city. And it's going to look test. It's going to test the hospitality industry, right? Okay. I mean, look, they pass with flying colors during Mardi Gras. This is a different uh, crowd that'll be coming in, and we couldn't ask for a better Final Four. Again, uh, you're talking about uh, when you look at the at, at the at the city and uh, and and those that games that are coming. It's a blue blood Final Four with again Villanova taking on Kansas, and of course the big one, which is uh, Duke versus North Carolina. Uh, when you look at the the the, the hotels. Uh, restaurants, bars, music clubs, they're going to be full, okay? So, And then the residuals from the advertising that you just cannot pay for when you host a Final Four. You know, I tweeted this out the other day. This was on Saturday after their games. I-, I can't tell you how many times I heard the word New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. And, and of course, then, then, you know, the sights and sounds of New Orleans. You know, um, this is now not just, again, the sports media, but the international media that descends on, on New Orleans for a Final Four. Uh, you know, it's that big. This is not, not just a United States thing anymore. Again, this is watched, the Final Four is watched all over the world. So this is, this is huge for our city to be able to, again, prove that, that, again, we're back. And the hospitality industry is back. And you come to New Orleans and you can have a great time. Uh, so, again, this is huge. Now, i got to tell you right now, a lot of people were pulling for St. Peter's. I, I was not. And the, not because, again, I don't like a true Cinderella story. But, you know, uh, remember – when you start talking about uh, the 11th seed in 1986 uh, that went to the Final Four, the lowest seed to go to the Final Four, it was LSU. And I, I didn't want St. Peter at the 19th seed to take that record. But with that said, for the city, it's perfect because it sets up Duke versus North Carolina. Um, you've got a situation now where Coach K is in the last, well, you know, one or two games of his career. Uh, he's going up against his arch rival, his nemesis, North Carolina, uh, in the Dome, second game on Saturday. And um, it is going to be widely watched, widely viewed. All, all, you know, and if you're a basketball fan, even if you're not a basketball fan, this is one of those ones you're going to watch. Uh, so, you know, this is an opportunity for him to be able to, again, continue his run in the NCAA and maybe win, a, again, a final national championship as, as he exits stage left on his career. Uh, but, again, for, for New Orleans, this is incredible because of, again, the – uh, the, the blue bloods that are coming to town, and now the eyes that will be on, on this particular Final Four. Uh, hopefully, again, and I wrote a, 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 a letter to, to the, the criminals of, of this region, and when I say New Orleans, I mean the entire metropolitan area on Facebook over the weekend, just hoping they take the week off. I mean, you know, we do not need uh, a, a situation where there is a um, – carjacking that turns into the same type of heinous situation we saw with Linda Fricky last week. We do not need murders in this town. Uh, again, you know, where you get into a situation where it's a mass mass uh, shooting event like we've seen so many times. We don't need guns and gunfire and, and, and um, violence in the French Quarter, which is going to be the epicenter of, again, the, the Final Four or downtown New Orleans. We don't need a tourist getting beat down or robbed. We don't need, again, a local in a situation where it's so heinous it makes international news. Hopefully, again, for those that are, that, are, that, are, that are criminals out there who have lack of respect for the traditions of this city and, again, what this means to our city in terms of hosting a Final Four once again, hopefully they take a vacation. You know, take a few days off if you don't mind because this is going to be huge for the city. And, look, I know there's, uh, there's going to be added police protection, uh, but at the same time, we need a pe- this needs to be a peaceful week. And hopefully, again, that, that it will be. Not counting on it, but hopefully it will be. 
because it's a huge week for our city to showcase our city once again. And not to mention, you know, just for those of us that are basketball fans, it's going to be a great Final Four when you get Villanova versus Kansas and then Duke versus North Carolina, and then, of course, whoever will be in the, in, in the national championship game. Um, and there's going to be events all over the city. Waldenburg Park is going to have concerts. Uh, you've got a slam dunk contest over at Xavier. So, again, the city's going to be vibrant once again with a lot of things going on. And, look, it's been vibrant the last few weeks, hasn't it? I mean, really since Mardi Gras. I mean, when that was spring, folks are getting out. They're enjoying festivals. Uh, we've seen more people out than, than we have in, in, in the past, especially post-pandemic. So, again, hopefully it's going to put a lot of money in, into the hospitality industry, which has been suffering for so long uh, because of restrictions here in the city. So, big, big week for the city of New Orleans and the state of Louisiana. And, again, for us showcasing ourselves, hey, company's coming. Let's act, let's act accordingly, okay? Um, the other thing, the other big one is, obviously what happened last night uh, in the Smoothie King Center. Pelicans, again, with a huge win over, over the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Now, it's coming off, again, a tough, tough loss uh, to San Antonio on Saturday night. Well, the Pels were backs were against the wall. They needed to get this win. And I'm going to tell you right now, when it started off, I'm like, oh, they look starstruck. They got down 12 nothing, 12 nothing. You know, they, the tradition of the, at the Smoothie King Center continues to be, you know, you stand up until the Pels make their first basket. Uh, people were standing up, I, I think, into the eight-minute mark, okay, until the Pels uh, got their first basket. Then they were down 20 at half, uh, as much as 23, but they battled back in the second half. Now, again, they get the win 116 to 108. LeBron James goes off at 39. So it wasn't like LeBron took the night off, right? He had taken a few days off, almost a week, so that he could be ready for the game. And, uh, look, they got all they could handle from LeBron James last night. Uh, but having Brandon Ingram back was the key. Missing 10 games, and, look, uh, I've said it. I mean, I just think that the, the training staff at, at the Pelicans are just overcautious at times. You know, I mean, a, a slight mild, what they called it, a mild strain of the hamstring. Uh, you would have liked to have seen him back earlier, but he was back. And, and it gave them another, uh, another score on the, on the uh, floor. If he would have been back for San Antonio, they probably would have beat San Antonio. Because at the end of the San Antonio game, they were not going to let C.J. McCollum beat him. Period. The end. But then there's the other part of this. As, again, we move into the end of this season, when, again, with, uh, with only two weeks left in, in the regular season, and then, and then the, the play-in tournament. It's the play of the rookies. Herb Jones, uh, Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy. They, they're the story right now. We have the story of this team. All three rookies have been contributing like veterans. Now, look, Jones has done it all season long. If he is not a candidate for rookie of the year, something's wrong. He's definitely the defensive rookie of the year. There's no doubt about that. He's on the all-rookie team. I don't think that's there's doubt. But, again, what he has done uh, since he came over from the University of Alabama as a second-round pick, uh, you know, a guy that, again, most of us thought would be in Birmingham, kind of, again, being the, the, the leader of that particular squad, you know, the squadron. But uh, he's been a, a part of this team since day one, moved himself into the starting lineup. And I don't know where this team would be without Herb Jones. Not just, again, his defensive prowess, which has been incredible, his ability to be able to uh, diagnose a play, uh, play off the ball, um, you know, uh, blocks, uh, deflections, steals, but playing the best, playing the, the the best offensive player on the opposing team, defending that player, rebounding, but again now scoring, scoring, again scoring from the outside, scoring from the inside, 
just doing the little things. Again, doing the little things that, that, that again, make you a success in the NBA, but doing the little things that, that, again, help your team win. Herb Jones has been all of that. And then there's Jose Alvarado, undrafted free agent. Again, a guy that I thought would be spending the, the, the year in Birmingham, right? Again, he forced his way onto this roster. And, of course, you know, he's been just this past 25 games averaging 12.4 points, 5.7 assists, uh, 2.4 steals in 25 minutes over the last seven games. He now has earned himself a four-year, $6.5 million contract. Just a great story. Just a great story. And Alvarado has been a spark plug for this team. A spark plug. I mean, he's fearless. He knocks down shots. Uh, he is a willing and an able defender. Uh, he does the little things. He's not afraid to be able, again, to, to belly up to, a, to an opponent and play tough defense. Uh, he's been a fine. I mean, an absolute fine. So, so much fun, so that Kyra Lewis may be looking for another team. I mean, that's how good this kid has been. And then, of course, last night, the coming out party. And I don't want to say it was just the only night, but a huge night last night. When you start talk, talking about the first-round pick in uh, and, and Trey Murphy. 21 points last night and uh, some timely baskets. Uh, played good defense. Reminds you a little bit in terms of body type of Herb Jones. Uh, again, and, and has become a, a much better defender. We knew he was going to be a knockdown shooter. He didn't have the confidence early. He's got that confidence now. I mean, where would you be right now without those without those three rookies, especially down with Murphy down the stretch contributing like he is? It's been amazing, okay? Been absolutely amazing. Um, the, the, this draft has to go down like the 2017 draft of the New Orleans Saints, where, again, this is a franchise-defining draft uh, for the Pelicans. And then to be able to find an undrafted free agent like Alvarado to bring him in is the cherry on, on, on top of the ice cream. Now, look, I'll say this again, as I mentioned. The Pelicans look starstruck early. But because, again, what I, which I didn't understand was because they've blown the Lakers out, right? They, they blew them out in Los Angeles. Um, but they battle back after a tough start. And I'm telling you right now, having Brandon Ingram back, now with, again, uh, with C.J. McCollum and, and Valanciunas, who both were hobbled last night. You can see that they weren't 100%, but they were on the floor because it's playoff time, okay? okay these, these, these next two weeks are huge for, for, the, for the future of this franchise. The Pelicans now have, have, have more options now, again, when, when, when you put Brandon Ingram on the floor. And then, of course, the availability of Larry, Larry Nance Jr., who played very, very well. Uh, sat out last night on a back-to-back against the Lakers, but a guy has been contributing. Um, there are more options now on the most important stretch uh, when you start talking about the Western Conference. Now, over the next two weeks, it's all Western Conference foes to end the regular season. The next four on the road, at Portland, at the Lakers, at the Clippers, at San at Sacramento, pardon me. Then there's Portland at home, followed by Memphis and Golden State. Now it's Memphis on the road, and then they finish up at home on with Golden State. Here's how it may play out. Portland, they look like again they're done. Again, they're 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 they're, they're setting up um, you know vacation plans. Lakers and Clippers obviously have something to play for. Uh, Sacramento again, they're done. Uh, when you look at Memphis. They may be resting players by the time they get, they, you get to that last week of the season in anticipation of the playoffs. And the same can be said for Golden State. So you might be in a pretty good position there. Look, last night was huge on so many levels. First of all, you beat the Lakers, again, which gave you ninth place. 
You also put the Lakers in a position where they're closer to getting out of the out of the um, the, the playing tournament, which would mean that their first round pick reverts back to the Pelicans this year, which would mean it would be a lottery pick. Now it could be a you know the late lottery pick, or could get lucky and maybe be in the top three. Who knows? But again, the great thing is that this this was a a, a really a, a, a double whammy in terms of for, for the Lakers because of again losing last night to the Pelicans at home. Pels control their own own destiny right now. When you talk about the playing tournament, it was also good to see the fans turn out. Okay, um, it's been the Pelicans have been worthy of fans turning out for quite a while now. Some fans are just getting just figuring it out. Now, yes, there were Laker fans in in the uh, in the Smoothie King Center last night, but look, uh, they were loud early, but they got silenced by the by the by the uh, Pels crowd, in, in, really in a, in a playoff type atmosphere down the stretch. I'll say this right now, and I say this for the for more for the national media than anything else. We know this already, right? All fans in New Orleans one is a quality product to cheer for. That's all, okay? This Pell's team has won the fan base back without Zion Williamson. Nobody nobody could have predicted that, but they've done it because they are the the, the culture has changed. You see the hard work on the floor. You see them again, uh, you know, putting out the effort. Uh, the buy-in to the city, the buy-in to the team. You know, nobody's bitching and complaining about being in New Orleans. I mean, and that's huge for the fan base. Let's just hope the national media has been paying attention here, okay? And and, and we'll watch and, and, and see what happens as the Pelicans go into this play-in game. Um, all, this, all this, you know, talking crap about relocation, hopefully again they're paying attention to what's happening uh, with, with, the, with the, the fans here in New Orleans. Because all they've ever wanted, all the fans have ever wanted was a competitive team. I don't think anybody, yeah. would people like to win an, win an NBA championship? Absolutely. Do, do you want to be, again, among the leaders in the Western Conference and, and, and in, in, in the, in the uh, whole M- NBA? Absolutely. But, again, you're building toward that. And there's light at the end of the tunnel here when you start talking about where this team is and the difference that you see in this team to this year over the last couple of years. You know, first of all, it starts with Willie Green and, and what he's been able to do. And again, the a guy that is, you know, just a few years removed from being in the league, and and a, a player uh, as, as a player, who again understands uh, the um, understands today's player because he again played with a lot of these young players, and then the buy-in that you've got, you know, from Brandon Ingram, C, uh, CJ McCollum coming in here and professing his love for New Orleans and buying in, you know, Valanciunas again his buy-in to the city and buy into the fans. And then, again, the growth that we've seen with the Herb Jones, with, again, the Jackson Hayes, who, by the way, dislocated a finger last night, and hopefully that's not something that's going to hurt him going forward because he has been a force for this team at the four. Um, you look at, again, Najee Marshall, another guy, a second-year guy, what, what he's meant. Hernan Gomez coming off the bench. Uh, even though, again, Deontay Graham has not been the player that everybody thought he was going to get, he was going to be when he, when he was brought in, he's been a contributor. And at times, again, he's a guy that can, can fill it up. Uh, you look at, again, we talked about Alvarado. We talked about Murphy. Um, you know, bringing in a, a, a Tony Snell, who, again, had a, had a nice little, little run for a while there, but, again, has kind of been relegated to the bench. A lot of that has to do with, again, the, the rookies playing much better. And, and then, of course, this kid Wallace coming off the bench. What I'm saying is that there's been a complete culture change, and there's a complete buy-in now from these players. They're buy-in to, to, to what Willie Green has been preaching, and, and that's all without Zion Williamson. Who knows what the future of Zion is in here in New Orleans? 
He could get traded in the offseason. They, they, they could offer him the, the max. They cannot offer him the max. I've said this since day one, and I hear more people jumping on the bandwagon right now. I wouldn't offer him the max. I would not, okay, unless it's going to be a max that's going to be in the favor of, of the club, which means it's going to be a lot uh, – it's going to be an incentive-laden max based on, again, playing time, et cetera. And if he doesn't want that, the Pelicans hold his rights. He's a restricted free agent, okay, uh, 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 not this year but the following year. So they have the right of first refusal. So ultimately, if he signs elsewhere, Pelicans can match. Pelicans hold all the cards right now. There's no reason to rush into this, you know, especially, again, with, with this, uh, with the, again, the unknown about his health. And, and the, again, his unknown on whether he's really bought in to what's, what's going on. Look, this culture change happened without Zion there. And he is a talent. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I was asked again about would I play him in the playoffs. Look, if you could put him in, uh, coming off the bench in limited minutes and it's not going to upset the chemistry of the team and the team is bought into it and saying, yes, we want Zion back, I would have no issue with it, none at all. Because he gives you, a, again, when he's healthy, one, one, a, a, a player that is a difference maker. And you can always use a difference maker. There are times when Ingram's going to be off. C.J. McCollum's not going to be on. You know, there are going to be times when this team is going to struggle. You're going to tell me you, you, would, you would not want to have Zion on the floor? But, again, that all comes down to how healthy he is. Uh, I don't think that the, 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 the club is going to be able to rush him back simply because he wants to come back. So we'll see how it kind of plays out. But there's a different culture here now. And, look, we saw the difference with Sean Payton when Sean Payton came to New Orleans. And the difference between Jim Hassel, who I covered uh, when, when uh, was covering the Saints, okay, and, and Sean Payton in terms of the culture change, and and that was the first thing he did when he came in was instill a different culture, and that culture has survived now, uh, you know, uh, what fifteen on what what fifteen sixteen years. Now we're hoping that culture, because of the the continuity within the Saints, is going is going to continue even through again Dennis Allen's tenure as head coach. But, again, culture is the base of the success of any franchise, any team. And we saw this culture change here in New Orleans. We saw it, again, uh, from, from the last two coaches, which, again, did not work out here in New Orleans. Uh, David Griffin had to take the hit on that. But you give him credit. You give him credit for bringing in a Willie Green, allowing him to be able to grow as a coach. You give him credit for the, the draft. That, again, has, has been an infusion of talent. Going out there, even though it cost, again, number one picks, uh, getting rid of the mistakes of, of, of last year with, again, with, again, Bledsoe and Adams, bringing in a Valanchunas, uh, and, of course, a C.J. McCollum, which has turned this thing around. Better days are ahead for the Pelicans. And hopefully, again, the, 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 uh, the rest of the nation will notice that when this, when this fan base, when this city has a quality um, uh, organization, a quality team, doesn't have to be, again, the, the, the winning quality. I'm talking quality here. Something, again, that, that you, can, you can get behind. That again, that they will they will turn out and they will support, and we'll see that really over the next few weeks here in New Orleans. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to hear from Ali Cassell on, on again a big night uh, for the uh, for the Pelicans. Remember, they take on uh, Portland on Wednesday on on their four game road trip. This thing's winding down. Just two weeks left in the league, uh, in, in, in in the, in the league's uh, regular season, and then uh, then it's on to the uh, the playing game. You'll Inside New Orleans, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Yeah, it's getting hot. We're in the 80s now and, uh, you know, hoping that we can, you know, fall back into, you know, uh, maybe some, uh, you know, cooler days that in, in the, you know, that we've seen in, in the spring, early spring. 
it's over. We know we know what's coming up now. It's the dog days of summer. One thing you got to make sure is your unit is working properly. You don't want to get into the dog days of summer and have it break down on you. There's nothing worse than to have that happen when, again, uh, usage is at its peak and, and companies are, again, being called out because there are a lot of breakdowns, right? Have, it, have your unit serviced by my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They'll come out to your home. They'll do a thorough cleaning and, 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 and service of the unit, making sure, again, that, it's, that there's no issues with it. So when you get into the hot days of the summer, your unit is working effectively and, and of course, cooling your home, whether it's a whether it's industrial, whether again it's your your business, or again your look or your home, make sure your AC doesn't break down this summer. Have Burkhart come out there and do a quality check on your on your unit. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. 1061 Nash Icon wants you to imagine scoring 25k. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, no way. Oh, my God, that is so awesome. What would you do with that money? Listen at the top of every hour between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. for our national text keywords. For your shot at 100 bucks, you win $100, you're instantly qualified for 25 k It's the 25 k payday, all from the New Orleans Country Giant. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Mucinex 12 Hour. When you have cough and chest congestion, you need a medicine that's effective and long-lasting. Mucinex DM's bilayer tablet allows for immediate and extended release, relieving both wet and dry coughs and loosening chest congestion for 12 long hours. Grab Mucinex DM, available at Walgreens. Look out for an accident on 10 Westbound at the Elysian Fields on-ramp. Also, in the meantime, a little bit of good news to report. The accident has been cleared on 10 eastbound right on the twin spans. In the meantime, delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling along 10 eastbound from Irish Bayou to the twin spans. Also, in the meantime, delays are solid on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Also, look out for delays on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal and delays pick back up 10 westbound. From just before Clearview to the airport on the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. On the eastbound side, look out for delays if you're traveling along the westbound side, along the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. If you're traveling along the 310 going southbound, delays are steady from the delays are solid from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. And look out for accidents, Elysian Fields at North Claiborne, also Earhart at Magnolia and Louisiana Avenue at South. Robertson. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, sports, and hot ball crawfish. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Nasher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being there. Joining us on the program now from the Bird Rights, doing a great job covering your New Orleans Pelicans. Ali Cassell joins us on the program. Ali, how are you, bud? I'm doing great and a whole lot bad, better after Sunday's victory, right? Yes. That was a tough loss to the Spurs, but luckily the Pelicans were able to come back last night and uh, get a much-needed win. I agree. And, and, of course, the way they did it. I'm going to tell you right now, um, I knew they would come back. I just – it's so tough to come back from a, from going down 12, 12 nothing, and then a 20 down 20 at half and then getting down by 23 points. You know, sometimes, again, you're, you're so – you're putting so much effort into coming back that by the time you get back, you just don't have the energy to finish. But that wasn't the case last yeah. night for the Pels. Uh, and it was good to hear the Smoothie King crowd, uh, you know, the, 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 the Smoothie King sent a crowd going, going wild as well. Uh, you know, sh- you know, kind of quieting down the Laker fans. It was so loud early in the, in the game, but it was a much needed win uh, against uh, you know for for a lot of reasons. You and I have talked about it, right, Ali? You know, not just again for seeding, but also, man, the chance to be able to, again to be able to steal that draft pick uh, from from the Lakers if ultimately they they end up out of the top ten. Yeah, exactly. Alvin Gentry used to say all the time to us how much energy it takes to come back in a game that's so hard to finally just get that a little bit more to get over the hump. But Pelicans were able to do that last night. And I'll tell you what, there were two big reasons for it. And you touched on one, that crowd. That was honestly, Eric, the loudest Smoothie King Center has been to my ears since, you know, their last run in the playoffs in 2018. So that really provided momentum. I mean, on every single positive play for the Pelicans or when the Lakers made a mistake, they were cheering from about middle of that third quarter on all the way through. So that really helped. And, of course, Trey Murphy. I mean, he absolutely caught fire, and they don't win that game without him. But you're right, Eric. The biggest reason why you've got to be excited about is not only the Pelicans beat the Lakers, 
not only do they grab a tiebreaker over the team, it's the fact they keep pushing them down in the standings. And you want Los Angeles to keep getting, accumulating these losses because if they get enough of them, chances are they're going to end up with one of the 10 worst records. And if that happens, there's a great chance that the Pelicans, if the lottery pans out, they'll get um, <clears throat> a, a, a top pick, right? They'll get to keep the 2022 first-round pick they got from the Lakers in that Anthony Davis trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt about it. So again, it, it was it was it really it was huge on, on both on both levels. Um, good to have Brandon Ingram back. But you know, I said I said this, you know, when um, when the when they didn't have him against San Antonio on Saturday, and I was very disappointed for him not to be playing. But that again, that if, especially down the stretch where you saw again they them really bracket C.J. McCollum didn't want C.J. McCollum to beat them. That if you would have had another, another score, if you'd have had Brandon Ingram on, on the floor, you know, you probably win that game against San Antonio. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. Now, again, I'm not downplaying what Trey Murphy did on, against the Lakers on, on, on Sunday, but it was really good to have Brandon Ingram back because he came back ready to go, and normally he's a little bit uh, – he's got to knock the rust off. There was no knocking the rust off. First couple uh, maybe plays down, down, down the court, but after that, he was on fire. Yeah, the whole Pelicans team came out to where they were – uh, held scoreless for nearly the first four minutes of the game. And they looked a little off, a little rattled, maybe a little butterflies. But then they got going. You know, C.J. hit a couple of buckets, but then it was Brandon, I think, hit three in a row. And then he was the one that really set the tone, I think, in that third quarter where they started chipping away mm-hmm. at the lead. You know, before Trey Murphy came in the game and scored his 16 points, it was Brandon Ingram um, getting the Pelicans a lot closer. I think they were within about 14 points when Trey stepped into that game. So he had already put, you know, carved out a decent chunk of that deficit out. And the Pelicans, yeah, look, they're, you know, C.J. McCollum, for, for everything that he does well, he's still, to me, not that number one guy like Brandon Ingram is, right? When he steps out there, he can get his shot over people. C.J.'s got to use his craftiness and stuff. So even though C.J.'s got all that experience, and uh, you probably have a little more faith in him being a playmaker. B.I. is such a potent weapon out there that you have to account for him. And so they, they missed him dearly against the Spurs, uh, but mm-hmm. I'm so glad he played last night. And look, oh, yeah. when he's been on the court since uh, the All-Star break, the Pelicans are 5-1. and one. So keeping him healthy is going to be a big, big thing for Willie Green and, and the, especially the medical staff. And then, you know, you mentioned uh... – Trey Murphy, but I talked about this in, in my open. You know, the this has been an incredible draft, and then of course, uh, you know, Jose Alvarado now, who again has been uh, uh, now gets the his new contract. Um, what those young players have been able to contribute all season long. First of all, again, Herb Jones really since day one, and then, and then Jose Alvarado coming on, and then of course he's been consistent. Trey Murphy again. Look, it's tough having to go down to to, to the to the G League again as as a as a number one pick, but again he never wavered. Uh, he knew again eventually he got the confidence in his shot. But what I like is his activity outside of again knocking the shots down. I mean he's been all three of these the, of these rookies. I don't know where this team is without them. No, Eric. Look, there's there's no doubt that they would not be in this position where they are right now in the standings. Because, look, Herb Jones has played as much as any of these top draft picks, right? Franz Wagner, Scotty Barnes, uh, Evan Mobley, over 2,000 minutes so far this year. And he's a positive player. I mean, look, defensively, we know what he can do. Provide nearly, basically, to me, all NBA type of defense, level defense out there. But it's also his offense. He does a lot of things that helps you win games, whether it's connecting passes, making sure you get out in transition, getting some easy buckets and such. You know, he's not afraid to go ahead and, and go against, you know, professionals. 
and he's just a rookie in this league. And now he's making free throws. So he's giving you this all-around effort, really, that's gone unnoticed, I think, by national media. And then you've already mm-hmm. mentioned, yeah, Jose Alvarado's right there. I mean, who's been a better defender besides Herb Jones from this rookie class? You know, some people might say Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley, but Jose Alvarado's got to be in your top five. So the Pelicans Absolutely. have two of those guys, and now suddenly Trey Murphy's showing you things in this last over this last month here in March where he's gotten regular playing time. I mean, he's making nearly 50% of his three. But as we saw in last night's game, he's doing more than just shooting those three balls. He's yep. now getting to the rim, using his uh, dribble penetration, getting you some very key rebounds. I mean, the Pelicans, yeah, Willie Green. It, it says a lot when Willie Green has closed in uh, down the stretch with three of these rookies all in at the same time in these yes. important games. So, yeah, it showed you how important, how valuable they are. And and also, can, can, I, can I throw in a Larry Nance Jr., who, again, we've just seen really a small sample size. And, I, and look, I know a lot of people, and my, myself, I liked when Tony Snell came on. Tony Snell has kind of moved to the background now. But I've said since mm-hmm. day one, when, when they got Larry Nance, he's a guy that doesn't need the ball to be effective. He does the little things that are winning things that, that allow teams to be able to win. Not just, again, well, you know, his, his veteran presence on, on, on the bench, teaching, talking to the young players. But, again, when he gets on the court, what he's able to do as well He's going to be a nice addition to this team going forward. But, again, especially now down this, this two-week stretch uh, where, again, you're vying for seeding. I love Larry Nance. He, he's been a longtime favorite at the Bird Rise, so much so that one of our writers, David Fisher, uh, yes. let it be known that he was excited about Larry Nance coming to the Pelicans. And guess what? Larry Nance gave him tickets to the game against the Spurs, met him after a game, gave him a jersey all because he has been saluting him for years on trying to figure out a way to get him here to New Orleans. I'll tell you what, he's an excellent player. That's why we, we, we love to get players that we know are productive, that are winning yes. type of players, right? Everybody loves the stars, but you also need those guys that do everything else on the court for you. And Larry is one of those guys. And that's why I've always kind of compared him to Josh Hart. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they play incredibly hard. but They also play incredibly smart. And if you just watch Larry, the way he moves and positions himself defensively, I mean, he came up with three blocks in that Spurs games in 20 minutes just because he got in the yep. right position, but he's also got the ability to do so, and he can pass. We saw him grab a number of rebounds and dribble the ball up the court, right? So he's going to be able to help this Pelicans team uh, fill those minutes in the front court, right, especially if Willie Green wants to play faster without Jonas Valanciunas out there. But also, he, he's got that experience to help this young squad in playing some key minutes. Um, yeah, he, he's been incredible. And I'll tell you what, you're going to only see more of him, um, and, and you'll grow to love him if you don't already, because he, right. he's a very valuable player. I agree. From one and twelve to three and sixteen to now thirty-two and forty-three uh, in the ni- in the ninth spot right now. Uh, I don't know how many people would have predicted this, but I got to give a tremendous amount of credit to to Willie Green again setting up the culture, the buy-in that he's got from these players. And then, of course, we've talked about it over the last few weeks. You know, again, a guy that was that was uh, that had really lost a lot of folks, myself included, lost a lot of faith in uh, in in, uh, in in David Griffin, uh, making the moves that 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 had to be made to put this team over the top. This is such a different team now than it was in, in the first month of the season. Yeah. So think about it. they added another star alongside Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum. They've drafted and drafted really well, hit it out of the park with the last draft class uh, in Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, and Jose Alvarado. 
Also, of course, I should have included Larry Nance and adding more depth, right? That was always mm-hmm. an issue in David Griffin's first right. two seasons. When injuries hit, the team really suffered because there just wasn't a legitimate guy that's giving you positive minutes out there. But now there's no such issue. Now the youth is developing. I mean, Jackson Hayes has made incredible strides this year. Honestly, the Pelicans, Willie Green, if everybody's healthy, they're going to have a difficult time on figuring out who's not going to be playing. But that's a good problem to have, right? Any NBA coach will tell you that. And that, honestly, that's what I think is going to lead to, honestly, and I hate to use that phrase because people laugh at any kind of coin that's turned by David Griffin, but sustainable success. Just like I think the Memphis Grizzlies, right? They play just as well with or without John Moran, right? They still win games. Why? Because they've got good depth, guys that fill every need and position. And I feel like the Pelicans have finally gotten there this year. But we'll see much more, I think, in ensuing years. But we've only got a glimpse of it so far. And Ali, sustainable success also has something to do with culture. And I've talked about it on this program, and we saw it with Sean Payton when he came into the city and he changed the culture uh, of, of the Saints. Now, it helps when you have a future Hall of Fame quarterback, right? But again, the culture was the thing that really changed first. The buy-in from the players, and then, of course, eventually, again, drafting well, adding players, getting to the Super Bowl, and, of course, having guys that want to play with Breeze. We can talk about the Saints. On the flip side, you know, this is a franchise where nobody wanted to come. And, and, and you know, now the culture's changed. Willie Green, his first stint as, as a head coach, just a few years removed from playing, still playing the game. And, and now, again, you see the buy-in from these players that maybe we didn't see the buy-in over the last two coaches. And, and from that, now, again, you're starting to see sustainable, sustained winning now uh, with, with, with this. Now, again, a lot of it has to do with, again, the buy-in, but also, again, the quality of players that you have. Uh, you know, that's... You know, bringing in Valanciunas has been was a great move. You know, just the C.J. McCollum move. We go right down the line on those moves. But it starts with, again, the culture and, and the buy-in, and they've got that with this franchise now. They do, and certainly they do. You notice it in training camp. I remember making a big deal about how everything I was hearing, that these guys really legitimately loved playing for one another and this new coach of theirs in Willie Green, somebody who most people don't know anything about simply because he's fresh on the scene, right, rookie head coach. But you saw them stay together during the difficult, disappointing first six weeks or so start of the season. And then you saw an evolution, I feel like, to where players started filling in the necessary roles, right? Najee Marshall and Jackson Hayes, they went through periods where they just didn't play at all. Same thing with Trey Murphy. But then they started figuring out, you know, what playing to their strengths. And then, of course, the coaching staff figuring out how to use these guys where they put them in the best possible position to succeed. And things have really just taken off. I mean, I don't think there's a clear example of the culture built when, of course, the Pelicans made that trade, right, for C.J. McCollum. Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander, they they had been Mm -hmm. traded earlier in the day, but they still wanted to come watch the game, um, even though they weren't obviously a part of it anymore, but they wanted to be out there with their teammates and to say goodbye. And still to this day, you still see Josh Hart on, on social media making references to the Pelicans. I mean, that's something we have never seen once this team moved here to New Orleans. Never seen anything like that. So you really feel good about there's something really indeed growing here, and it's, it mm-hmm. looks special. It, you know, it feels special. It really does if you're looking at it. Now, next four on the road at Portland, at Lakers, at Clippers, at Sacramento. Then they got Portland at home, and they finish off with at Memphis and then Golden State to close out the season. Your thoughts on these last two weeks? I love the way the schedule set up for them. I know that they have to go on the road now here for four straight, but look, Portland's given up on their season. That's two of your seven remaining, so that should be two wins. The Kings, while they hope that DeMontis, Sabonis, and Fox are going to figure it out, they certainly haven't since the trade, right? So they've done a lot more losing than winning. 
but you feel like they're going to get that win as well. The Clippers, the Pelicans have done really well against the Clippers this year, right? Two of their wins have been by blowout fashion. So that feels like another good potential matchup. And, of course, the Lakers, the Pelicans are 2-0 and against them. I'm probably wanting to go for the knockout. So really there's just two teams that you wonder about, but they're the last two games of the season. And you've got to wonder, will Memphis and Golden State rest some key guys? And I think they certainly will. So this schedule is really set up for them to go, honestly, finish strongly. You know, I'm thinking in, at minimum probably 5-2. and two. And that would easily probably be enough to go ahead and cement that ninth seed because the Lakers, they've got a brutal schedule. They're playing horribly and have been for months. The Spurs, they've been playing better, but this schedule isn't as easy. So the yeah. Pelicans got to make sure they keep um, that distance right away from them since the Spurs own the tiebreaker. But I don't think San Antonio is going to be able to catch them because, like I said, they've got what the Grizzlies, Warriors, I know Mavericks, Nuggets, Timberwolves, right? This schedule just sounds harder. Can't let you get away. A listener would like to know, again, your thoughts on Valanchunas, double-double guy every night. And, again, shouldn't he be shouldn't he be mentioned in the same breath as Zion, uh, CJ, and, and Brandon Ingram? You know, he's right there um, where you almost include him at like a star. He, he He's a little bit more limited, like offensively and defensively. He doesn't give you nearly as much as some of the other guys, just simply because of a lack of mobility. But without a doubt, he's been just as valuable as anybody. You know, he was the one rock that the Pelicans had to start the season. He was the one guy Willie Green could count on to be out there to get you 20 and 10. So even though the Pelicans didn't win many games, I think that kept the team together. You know, the Pelicans were getting blown out. Had they probably gotten blown out for two weeks straight, this this might have not happened, what we've seen transpire. And I think all that belongs, uh, a lot of that credit should go to Jonas Valanciunas because he's been that steady influence, that steady rock on and off the court. And you're right, not enough is being talked about of that. That's been as big a move as any that David Griffin made this past summer. Well, again, it may not be the playoffs, but it's definitely, again, a two weeks of playoff-type games uh, for this team going mm-hmm. into uh, the, play, the play-in tournament and really to set the standard going in, playing well. Uh, so, again, when you go in, again, that, that you've you got a little momentum. Really, really excited. Glad to see the big crowd at the Smoothie King Center over the weekend. Hope that continues as well. Tell us all about your fantastic site and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media, Ollie. Yeah, thanks, Eric. You can catch all of our work over at SB Nation's uh, website, all one word, www.thebirdrights.com, where we're covering, of course, everything you need to know about these final couple weeks left of the season. And we're going to be looking into, hopefully, a nice little run the Pelicans have in the postseason, right? A couple games in the playing term you hope to see, maybe even getting into the playoffs as the eighth seed. So got a lot to write about. And, of course, we've got to be lauding the players soon because I'll tell you what, this rookie class is as good as we've ever seen come to New Orleans. Yes. And there's a lot of other things to be excited about. Brandon Ingram, CJ, right? Even Jonas, Jonas Valanciunas. And, you know, Zion Williamson didn't even play a, a, a minute this season, and he probably won't. So there's so many things to be looking forward to. I agree with you. And, of course, no better place than to find out than the bird rights. Check it out again, uh, again, whether it's the podcast or, again, all the great writers. Uh, it's a fantastic site. Ali, thanks for your time as always, bud. Yeah, definitely. Take care, at Alec Gassell on, on Twitter. Hey, folks, don't forget about Southern Tire, family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. If you're looking for a place to buy a set of tires, rims, again, the selection is, is unmatched in the city of New Orleans, just unmatched. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches, and financing is available. And something for everyone's budget as well. Also, uh, again, if you're looking for a mechanic shop, if your car's out of warranty, you're not going back to the dealership, and uh, you're looking for, for again, great service, uh, again, uh, you're talking about uh, quality and also 
Again, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. ASC certified mechanics to work on that vehicle. You can get all that at Southern Tire. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. When I say that, I mean I'm talking about Tony Piazza's in, in the building. His wife is in the building. His daughter's in the building. His son, Tony Jr., is in the building. It's a, it truly is a family-owned and operated business. You're going to run into a Piazza when you, when you head over to Southern Tire. Again, uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers. Again, you do not have a business this long, especially a mechanic shop, a tire shop, in this city since 1972, unless you're treating your customers right. Ready to get treated right? Head on over to Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousse of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. 2022 is the year for that diamond upgrade. Time to go from a one carat to a two carat or a two carat up to a four or five carat. It's true, going bigger is in. But that doesn't mean you have to overpay or compromise on quality. Diamonds Direct is your best destination for large, unique, and rare diamonds. These are exquisite, hand-picked, precious diamonds from 2 carats to 20 carats in all shapes, independently graded by the GIA. These diamonds have all been chosen for maximum brilliance. Best part, Diamonds Direct's stunning large diamonds are sourced from the best ethical diamond cutters around the globe, purchased exclusively for our showroom and free from any broker or middleman upcharges. 
challenges. This means you can go bigger with the confidence that you're getting the highest quality at the best possible price nationwide. You see, at Diamonds Direct, we're more than just another jewelry store. We're the nation's true diamond experts with unrivaled selection, uncompromising standards, and unbeatable value. Let us prove it today with your diamond upgrade. Diamonds Direct. Get directions, showroom hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Festival season is almost in full swing. Don't get swept away before getting tickets to the 2022 Mid-City Bayou Boogaloo. Snag early pricing instead of right at the gate at thebayouboogaloo.com and view the full lineup featuring Chapel Heart, Sonny Landreth and the Me Show Melody Makers, and many more. For early pricing, get your tickets today at thebayouboogaloo.com. All right, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming up. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com will join us. Also, we'll talk some Saints in this hour as well. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Not available in all states or situations. Frontline Plus is the number one name in flea and tick protection. Not just because it kills fleas, ticks, and chewing lice on your dog or cat. Or protects them for 30 days. Or has a 20-year legacy of trusted protection. It's because whether fun with your pets means a day on the trails or a night on the couch, Frontline Plus lets you take them everywhere, no matter how you define it. Frontline Plus, available for dogs or cats. Visit Frontline.com to learn more. Circle up, team. We've got status. Evelyn's marketing consultancy client roster is skyrocketing. Okay, so this week is a biggie. We've got the pitch and three client meetings. She needs another analyst before her team's free time plummets. Who's running the competitive analysis on fruit snacks? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents And Doug Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. It really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty.
What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good news. Inside New Orleans, hour number two, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app on the digital platforms, ericasher.com and Nash FM 106.1 on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere, anchors our home base, but we're on your favorite podcasting platform. Coming up in this hour, just a couple minutes away, is Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. Uh, he'll join us talking some LSU. Uh, don't forget, uh, Jude Young joins us on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Uh, that... Uh, and, of course, our social media platforms are at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. So a lot to talk about. We'll also touch on some Saints. And one we'll talk about the, the situation of the Academy Awards last night, all that coming up in, in this hour here on the program. Again, uh, uh, big weekend for, for the LSU Tigers in baseball, getting their first um, SEC series. Uh, and, of course, um, uh, big big things going on right now with the football team as well. Brian Kelly, well, I've talked a lot about culture today, right? You know, the culture of the Saints, the culture of what we're looking at with the Pelicans, right? Uh, if you are listening to what Brian Kelly has been saying or, you know, over the last week or so in his press conferences, uh, he is changing the culture at LSU. There is no doubt about that. Um, you look at some of the things that he's talked about, holding, again, players holding each other accountable, uh, these, um, you know, this, this, uh, uh, SWAT, uh, accountability teams. Uh, it's something that I talked about when, when they, when they, they, they went out and got Brian Kelly and really leading into that. Right. I was thinking more of a young coach back then. Right. Um, I want the next Nick Saban is what is what my quote was. Now I'm not saying Brian Kelly's Nick Saban. What I'm saying is Brian Kelly is a, um, a program builder. He built, he builds, he's building a foundation. He's building the culture. He's having accountability of the players from the players, and that's how you win. So, look, LSU is going to do well when it, when it comes to the transfer portal. LSU is going to do well when it comes to recruiting. But you're going to have sustainable success. How do you have sustainable success? You have a sustainable culture and accountability within, the, within that, within that uh, locker room for, for no matter what sport it is. And you can see Kelly making this transformation right now, this culture. And that's got to be exciting for LSU fans. I know I'm excited to see it. 
and, and to break it down for us, one of the best we have. TigerBait.com is your, is your one-stop shop for everything you need when it comes to Tiger Athletics. And now, if you have not uh, subscribed to TigerBait recently, you are losing out because I'm telling you right now, on the digital platform, what they're doing, uh, again, giving you information first and foremost, uh, Mike Scarborough has really, really, again, upped his game when it comes to TigerBait.com. And he joins us now here on the program. Mike, how are you? Hey, glad to be with you, Eric. How you doing? Doing great, Mike. Uh, Mike, before we get started, tell us all about Tiger Bait because, again, there's so much more to Tiger Bait now than there maybe, again, there, there was even just a year ago. Well, and it also helps that we're covering a lot of sports. There's a lot of new interest and new coaches and excitement. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, LSU baseball uh, went in two at Florida this weekend. Spring football, we've been blown out. Uh, practice reports, video. Uh, I- I've seen with all of our competitors that are shooting – video quality-wise at practice, and nobody can come close to us. Uh, I see competitors out there shooting with cell phones, cell phones that are six uh, generations old, and I'm sorry, but you can't shoot video with that kind of equipment, and we're loading everything up. Our video files are almost 10 gigs by the time we get them up, and so you're, you're getting broadcast quality highlights from practice, photos, practice reports, instant analysis, and then we're also doing a, a loads of free stuff on our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. Got to check it out. How can folks subscribe? That's it. Go to TigerBait.com. Always choose the annual package uh, versus choosing the monthly option. When you do that, you, you're, you're getting three months free, uh, essentially. Got to get out there and get it, folks. You're a Tiger fan. Got to subscribe to Tiger Bait. I am I am so impressed with Brian Kelly and, again, how he's kind of breaking down this program and rebuilding it and, and putting a foundation in. Uh, this SWAT accountability team seems genius to me. You've had a chance to be up close in person with a coach. Your impressions of what you've seen so far? Uh, I, I've been out there for both of the practices. Uh, we get another one tomorrow, and then Saturday we get the entire practice. Um. And just the organization, the attention to detail. If you told me that, uh, hey, you see that waste paper basket in the corner over there? Uh, Brian Kelly decided that's where that waste paper basket he wanted it to be. Um, there's, there's no stone unturned when it comes to him and how he wants things done, presented, the order in which things are done. Um, you know, I asked him, when we got him after practice the, the first day on Thursday, um, you know, about the, 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 the pace of practice. Um, and he said, look, I believe that if you're organized, that you can get as much done in 90 minutes as you need to get done versus get staying out there. And I'm paraphrasing, you know, laboring out there for three or four hours. There's no need for that. And, and, Look, I, I, I was out there at every media opportunity during the Saban years, Miles, Orgeron, and I believe that the intensity and the sense of urgency in the organization even exceeds what we saw under Nick Saban 20 years ago. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and now, a lot. That's not to say, that's not to say that Things are even, are, are even more at Alabama under Saban than they were when he was at LSU because it could be. But comparing what I'm seeing now 
under Brian Kelly compared to Saban at LSU 20 years ago, I, I think it's even even more so. Talk about this SWAT accountability teams. I read about it in, 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 in the newspaper, and as I'm reading it, I'm going, man, this just makes so much sense. Having the players hold each other accountable. Yeah, well, it, it's – look, he, he's – there's a whole lot that he's willing to accept and not accept, and um, he's got the guys filling out the things that they're doing, and, and not only just that sort of thing – but it, it's, it's, it's also how they're feeling physically, uh, their wellness questionnaires. Um, uh, he was telling us that because um, we you're watching him float around practices and he's taking notes. Uh, you're seeing him in another clip on our video where uh, one group is running out on the field a little earlier and he's playing like, uh, you know, a crossing guard saying, no, 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 get back. You know, it's not yet. And then they've got a huge tent where he's got all the guys, the football players wearing GPS monitors, and he's monitoring how quick they're moving from one drill to the next and how much that changes throughout a practice. Now, a lot of that stuff, equipment, was Marucci. You know, they, they've, had, they've always been on the cutting edge, and that's not just a Brian Kelly mm-hmm. thing. Sure. But he's on top of that as well. And so um, I, I – I see new, different pieces of equipment at practice that I've never seen before. Um, and, and, look, that could be from his assistant coaches bringing stuff with them. Right. Um, and, look, he allows his coaches to coach. And so he is the CEO. Um, but before they ever even step foot on a practice field, whatever goes on during practice has already been charted out and discussed at nauseum before they even hit the field. So that way they're, they're as productive as they can be in the 15 practices that the NCAA allots you. Right. I also like there's, there are no starting positions promised. A new coach, new staff, players coming in, obviously, again, from the transfer portal, those that have been there, uh, you got to earn your spot. And that, that is from the quarterback all the way down to the kicker. And, and look, to me, competition is great, when, especially when it's internal competition. It will only make you better, uh, especially, again, when during the dog days of uh, the season when things get a little bit tough. I, I, I think when you're looking at an LSU football game next fall, and maybe uh, the, the team's not winning as many games as an LSU fan might want. I think what they are going to see, though, is the or- how organized they are. Um, they're going to see be- the teams being prepared. And if they lose games, it'll be because the other team has more talent. I don't think it's going to be because they're ill-prepared or, or what have you. I, I, just, I just don't believe that. I think – there's two, between Brian Kelly and the quality coaches that he's got for coordinators, analysts, position coaches, the strength and conditioning program. I mean, look, when we got those four players Saturday, uh, Besh, Ojolari, um, Ali Gay, and Miles mm-hmm. Brennan. Right. Hey, I mean, look, you, you could tell, look, all these guys are coached. They know they, they're, they're coached on how to talk to the media, and you could see it in their eyes. I mean, when it, when you ask them, what's the difference between this year and last year? Or, or you know, and I ask each one because I've always had an interest in strength conditioning. What, you know, you got your first new strength coach that we, or the first new strength coach in 
in 20 years at LSU. Uh, and it just you, you can just tell that they've all bought in. And so I think the buy-in with Brian Kelly is similar to what the basketball girls' buy-in was with Kim Mulkey. I think that's a, I think that's a great comparison. And um, yeah, so look, I'm, I'm looking. And so, and go so, ahead. so what do they? So what do they do? It, and, and look, he, he doesn't have the championships that Mulkey has, but he has the resume and, and the track record that she does is, is winning everywhere he's ever been. And when he comes in and lays down the law, you know, there's 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 a lot of different types of players, but for the most part, most players crave law and order, and he brings it. Right. They, they, they crave a structure. I agree. I yeah. agree 100%. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Uh, let's shift to baseball because LSU had lost four or five games. Uh, they weren't playing well. And then they get blown out by, by Florida on Friday. And all of a sudden, it, almost like a switch went off and, and really played well. What, Florida, like seventh in the country? came out and won that series, the first SEC series. Look, I've been preaching patience. It's tough. When you come in, uh, the roster turnover, new coaches, new philosophy, et cetera, and, and you know, like anything, you've got to give Jay Johnson some time to build his program. But this was encouraging this weekend, which you saw against Florida. It was absolutely huge. I, we've, I've got some real hardcore baseball guys. Uh, subscribers to Tiger Bait, and they run the game threads, and they go to games, they go to Shriners, and I'm telling you, had they gone to Florida and do what a lot of people thought this weekend and got swept or maybe squeak out one win, I think a lot of – I know it was particularly several of them after last week's game, the second loss to Louisiana Tech, and it's a five-hour game that ends at midnight and it's ugly baseball. I'm telling you, these guys are about to check out. And Jay Johnson said this afternoon that after what happened in the Friday night loss, uh, they had some sort of come-to-Jesus moment in the locker room, and he wouldn't say what it was. He was going to keep it in-house. And I, I don't know if it's a you know a, a hit-bottom type thing. And um, I, I know that there's some, been some discussion about maybe some of the players that he thought would be team leaders haven't been the leaders that he thought they'd be. and. I don't know, you know, how that's that's team dynamic, but that was huge for those guys to win those last two games because because all of a sudden uh, it gives the LSU fan base uh, a, a, a reason to stay tuned in because I I think a lot of them were about to check out. If it, I really do, and, and but I mean again, that's because of again the, the, where the program has been, right, and 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 the, and, and the expectations of the program. Yeah, but I mean, any time you change a regime, right? There's got there's, there's a there's a there's a there's a period where they, they got to get acclimated. I understand it, it was bad baseball. Right. There's no doubt. There's no there's no excuse for that. Well, but Eric, here's here's the problem. It because of the way Jay Johnson's having to piecemeal and trying to get uh, you know eke out some wins, right? And the pitching problems. All right, he's losing games that are running five hours. <laughs> You know, so a lot of people say, "Man, I, I can't dedicate that kind of time on a weeknight when I got to go to work mm-hmm. the next day to watch sure. this team. It's painful." That, that, that's the kind of comments I was getting last week, and so his games are going to run long, and so it's not conducive to holding on to a fan base, even though they realize 
look, he's the guy. If you believe he's the guy, most people do. He just needs to get, you know, a couple of recruiting classes in. You know, he's he's trying to make it uh, work by hook or crook. Um, but I, I, but I think, like I said, winning those last two games at Florida uh, was a nice shot in the arm for yes, him. I agree. Uh, Matt McMahon is the new basketball coach. What are your impressions? Um, I felt sorry for him because with uh, the weather and we were supposed to have Brian Kelly on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and that got pushed to Wednesday. So we uh, for him to talk about spring football. So that meant we set up and had both of those guys back to back. And Brian Kelly on Wednesday was the best he's ever been. He was he was great on Wednesday. So that was at mm-hmm. noon. Two hours later, we get the new coach McMahon. And he had a hard act to follow because um, – and then I think he was nervous. You know, at Murray State, uh, he probably has a press conference. He has four or five guys there, if that, you know, depending on what it is. And so um, – but I, I, he's very much likable. But, you know, it, it's, it's – regardless of his track record versus Mulkey, Kelly, um, the, uh, Jay Johnson, they're all very similar, just squeaky clean, you know – just the facts, process, culture. We're going to do things the right way. You know, it's it's they're all from from the same mold. So uh, we're going to see what he's going to he's going to be able to do. We we've already seen some guys declare for the draft transfer portal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was kind of hoping that maybe he might be able to hold on to some guys uh, from Will Wade's team. Um, I don't know why some of them wouldn't stick around, to be honest with you. I don't either. I mean, I hear Pinson might be going back to Missouri. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, Nickelberry, the, uh, the the assistant, may, he's going to Georgetown. He might be taking a few players within the Georgetown. I don't know why they wouldn't, again, give it a chance, except that maybe they think that uh, there won't be postseason play in this upcoming season. They won't be able to showcase themselves uh, for the NBA. But we all know the NBA will find you. They, find, they, can find, they find players internationally. They will find you if you're playing well. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I, 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 I don't know, man. Some of it's like some of it doesn't make any sense to me. But um, there's a whole underground movement as to how things take place now, and some of it's not, not as clean as as as, as, as you'd like. Even even mm-hmm. with things being legal with NIL, right? Gotcha. Mike, um, well, you know, the, the Kim Mulkey goes down in in uh, in uh, what the second round of the of the women's basketball tournament. But what a what, what a year it was, right? Um, I, I I I'm I wish she was still going. Um, I you know I saw she was on uh, uh, Fox News this morning with uh, uh, you know national talking about growing the game of basketball. I I just. I think most of the fan base can't get enough of Kim Mulkey, but it was a great run, fantastic year, with the greatest turnaround in women's uh, history in SEC basketball history. Um, we broke the news Friday morning about a a a, a three a, a, a wing player, small forward from Illinois that's committed to her. Did a great interview with her, um, and so Janae Kent, and she's a class of. Uh, 2024, and of course we also know that uh, there's a 2024 girl here in the state of Louisiana at Bossier City Parkway who's rated as the number one player in the nation 
and Michaela Williams. Uh, they they lost a Ponchatoula state title game a few weeks ago. So she's going to get the players in here. There's going to be a lot more excited excitement. And um, uh, I know several people who've already put their name on the waiting list for season tickets for women's basketball. Uh, those who bought individual tickets are now opting to buy uh, season tickets. So I, I think it's only going to grow from year to year. It's really good news. And, again, uh, you know, it might not see it in, in, in the win column and win the win loss column, but, again, it looks like, again, uh, the, the LSU programs on solid footing. And that's all you can ask for going forward. I mean, you look, you got everything going on. Uh, gymnastics. Uh, the, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I saw a, a video uh, – uh, little sweep of the, the the beach volleyball pack in the house the other night. I mean, there's just so much stuff going on at LSU that, that's positive. Um, you know, of course, you still have the negative stuff out there. We're going to wait to see what the sure. it's going to happen with the NCA and, and the men's basketball program. Um, and uh, of course, the our lady of the lake stuff with the football team. But I, I don't think that's I think that's done. But um, we'll see. Mike, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for, for joining us on the program. Tell the folks about your fantastic site, how folks can follow you on social media. That's it. Go to TigerBait.com. Yeah, we're a premium site, but we've uh, we've got probably half of the material, if even more than half, on the website is free. So go to TigerBait.com. And, and if you're an LSU fan, we, we really want to have you as, as a premium subscriber. I think you'll more than get your money's worth with the amount of time You'll spend on the site. You'll get our breaking news alerts to your cell phone, newsletters, and the whole works. Always a pleasure, my friend. Look forward to talking again next week. All right, Eric. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. You got it. Mike Scarborough, at Scarborough Mike on Twitter. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating if you're in the market for a generator. And finally, again, look, we talked forever about, again, generators were slow moving uh, because of the supply chain. Burkhardt has generators in stock. So if you're looking for a generator, uh, for the upcoming hurricane season, or again, every day. Now, again, if you live in South Louisiana with, again, our compromised power grid, uh, reach out to Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. They'll come in, sit down with you. Again, in, in a lot of cases, it's going to be Jason Burkhart, and uh, do a consultation with you. He'll educate you on, again, what's going on with generators. Sure, you might do your homework, and you should. Go online, learn as much as you can about generators, but he'll talk to you again about uh, the generators and how it's, it can work for you. Uh, how much generator you need for your home or your business to power up your home or business. And then you make the decision. Remember, financing is available for generators. You can pay that over time. That new install quality check after one month, it is part of their customer service plan. They do that for everything they install in your home. And then the service after the sale is second to none. First of all, you get the single-day install, which is fantastic. They'll do it in one day. And then 24-7, 365 emergency service when it comes to your generator. A warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for the generator. So no excuses. Get you up and running. When it comes to generator sales and service, Burkhardt are the experts, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 106.1 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast. The number one pick is in. Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose your starting lineup, like the breakfast baconator or honey butter chicken biscuit, and enjoy oven-baked bacon, fresh cracked eggs, seasoned breakfast potatoes, and simply OJ. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's. 
Be mindful of accidents on your interstates on 10 eastbound just past Chef. Two right lanes are blocked. Also look out for an accident blocking the shoulder on 10 eastbound at the Chalmette Littlewoods exit. Also look out for an accident blocking the left lane on the westbound side of the Crescent City connection at the Chapatula's exit. And also look out for an accident with injury on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway just before Barataria Boulevard. And be mindful of delays that are going to be heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to the airport. And then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound very heavy from City Park to Morrison. Also 10 westbound, your delays are steady. From North Claiborne to Canal and delays pick back up 10 westbound from Causeway to the airport. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, delays are going to be heavy. From the West Bank Expressway to the Crescent City connection from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Look out for delays on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just before Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball, crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. If you're a contractor, professional, maybe a business owner, maybe a, business, a property owner. 
Uh, you're looking for general liability, professional liabilities, builders' risk, workman's comp, commercial property, automobile coverage for commercial business customers. Dave Miet has you covered. You want to save? Call Dave. Dave Miet is an independent insurance agency that will serve or that will search over 50 companies for coverage, so you can get the best price uh, for for your insurance coverage. And of course, the service after the sale is impeccable. Uh, 504-556-0809 is the number. And uh, with Dave Miet, you'll always be able to get Dave on the phone. Uh, whether it's a consultation on what's going on with your insurance, maybe you need to ask questions about a policy, or again, again, if you're trying to be able to file for that job and you need that insurance certificate, you know, none of this run around. You'll get the insurance certificate when you need it. Of course, uh, you can sit down with him on his uh, at his office on Veterans Like the Shogun, or again, check out his website, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. For a one-stop shop when it comes to all your insurance needs, think Dave Me at Insurance. Want to save? Call Dave, 504-556-08. Zero nine, and Dave Miet Insurance has done a great job for my family and I. Again, even today, uh, you know, sending me a text, letting me know again what's going on with, with my insurance. It's, it's been, it's been a, uh, uh, just been so impressive. I'm just telling you right now, so impressive uh, to have somebody that's so hands-on. Uh, so if you're looking for an insurance agent you can trust, go with Dave Miet Insurance. All right, um, let's jump into it. Um, I want to thank Mike Scarborough for joining us in the program. I wanted to talk a little Saints before we get out of here today. Uh, look, I know a lot of people. I'm catching a lot of flack on social media, right? Because I, because my patience is over. We were going into the third week of free agency, and I understand what the Saints do. They're never going to strike early because when they struck early in the, in, the, in the past for a player, and a lot of times they've gotten burned, right? Uh, Jarris Bird being an example. But we've seen the market kind of play itself out now. It's kind of leveled off. We know what the market is right now, pretty much. Let's say just wide receiver. It's about ten million dollars a year. There was a report this weekend that said Jarvis Landry was looking for a long-term deal at about $20 million a year. Jarvis Landry's crazy, okay? He's 29 years old. He's coming off an injury. It's the first injury in the history of, of, of his professional career. Uh, but he was given a chance by the uh, Browns to go out and make a deal for himself. He couldn't do it. They subsequently let him go. It is a perfect fit for New Orleans for a lot of reasons. Number one, it's not going to cost you a compensatory pick because any player that was released uh, out of their contract or cut, it doesn't go against a compensatory pick, much like a player that goes into free agency. Um, but, he, again, he's got to bring the price down. Eight to $10 million to me is, is, is a good going rate for Jarvis Landry. Now, he had written uh, – there was, there was something written about him recently that said that he was looking for maybe less money and more security. He could get that here. Now, we, we hear there's a flirtation back with the Cleveland Browns. We'll see how it plays out. Odell Beckham. A lot of talk about Odell Beckham coming back to New Orleans. Is he even going to be healthy? I mean, you know, I love the player, right? And I think he could excel here in New Orleans. But, but again, is he going to be healthy? And can he stay healthy? You know, I understand why, you know, why again, um, I'm sure the Saints went after Robert Woods. He got traded, what, a six-round pick uh, to, the, um, to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Rams probably didn't want to have Robert Woods in, in, the, in the NFC. So I get that. But, again, that would have been a perfect player for the New Orleans Saints in terms of, uh, of a wide receiver. But let me say this. I don't have a lot of patience right now. It's the third week of, the, uh, of free agency. And, and the Saints have done nothing but shop at big lots. And this is a year where, again, you can't afford to shop at big lots. The Saints created $26 million in salary cap space after going after Deshaun Watson. Okay, and, and from my perspective, thankfully, again, it didn't happen. Too, too much baggage. And we're seeing it even now, right, continually. Yeah, I'm not disputing he's a, he's a top-five quarterback. Well, what I'm disputing is, again, is it worth all the baggage right now? And then everybody wants to talk about, well, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston had his issues. There is no doubt about it. Sexual assault, again, the situation in, in – in, um, 
um, uh, the the alleged rape in uh, at uh, Florida State, the the crab leg situation. Uh, again, the Uber driver in Arizona. That was almost a decade ago. He's married, a child. He's changed his life around. Everyone deserves a second chance, even Deshaun Watson. The problem with Deshaun Watson is he hasn't even apologized for what's happening. Again, he continues to deny, to deny it, and he got 22 women that are saying different. And, again, the circus that comes with that. I posted an um, uh, a, 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 a article, an op-ed piece by Mike Freeman on my social media pages over the weekend. It tells you all you need to know about, again, what's going on with Deshaun Watson and, and the Cleveland Browns and why it was not a good fit here in New Orleans. Not, not, not for what he could do on the field. But again, the, the, the baggage that comes with it. But it's time to move on. And it's time to move on, to, to again, to deal and make sure that Jameis Winston has weapons. He's your quarterback. And I said this last week, and I'll say it again. Drew Brees was different. Hall of Fame quarterback, first ballot. He was able to lift up late-round draft picks and undrafted free agents to an NFL level. These guys caught the football, they ran precise routes, and the Saints moved the ball. Jameis Winston doesn't seem like that type of quarterback. Jameis Winston seems like the type of quarterback that, again, he's got great skill, but he needs weapons to be effective. We saw it last year. You gave him, even though, again, Peyton blatantly lied and said he loved his wide receiver room, he knew better. But, again, you were shopping at big lots last year for your wide receiver in court. And, and ultimately, what happened? You had a situation where guys couldn't get separation. They weren't getting open. They were dropping passes. They didn't know where they were going in terms of their route tree. And, and then Winston felt to the point that, that he had to start making things happen on his own. He's rolling out. He's getting out the pocket. He's making positive yardage. And then a freak accident happens where he, he goes down with a knee injury against Tampa. Blew the Saints season. Saints might have had a chance. Again, if he's playing a 17-game season at the level he was in the first six games of the year, right, to maybe again be a Super Bowl contender. What not the realm of possibility, especially with a Super Bowl-type defense. That Super Bowl-type defense returns this year. I want to see them bring back P.J. Williams. I want to see them bring back Quan Alexander. I mean, it's a head-scratcher to go out and get a guy like Sorensen. I, I like the addition of Street because he's going to help you in your rotation uh, in, in, ter- in terms of um, uh, your defensive line. And May is a nice replacement for Marcus Williams. But the onus has to be on the offensive side of the ball. And that means, again, having weapons for him to be able to utilize. You're banking on a guy in Michael Thomas coming back healthy after two years out, 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 out on the shelf because of an injury. We do not know what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara and the, and the situation in Las Vegas. Again, I, I, although I believe it's going to be pled down, it's going to be more of a civil matter, and again, he's going to probably get community service in, term, in terms of, again, the, the criminal courts. The NFL is going to suspend him. The question is how long. So there's a need for a running back. And Kamara is more than just, again, a running back. He is, again, uh, he is the biggest weapon on this team right now because he can do so many things. But you're banking on Kamara, again, not getting suspended, and Michael Thomas coming back into form. It's a roll of the dice. You've lost to Ryan Armstead now. That, has, that, has, that void has to be filled. Whether you're going to flip Ramshack over, you're going you're to go with them, uh, you're going to go with Hurst at, at the left tackle position, maybe you're going to draft one. Maybe if you find one in free agency, that, again, that's a little bit cheaper than, than what, what Armstead was. Although I will say again, Armstead, his contract is the 15th highest contract for a tackle. It was not out there. Again, the Saints could have matched that contract if they wanted to. They just chose not to. They had a number. Again, I guess the, this, the, uh, the lost time in terms of injury, his age, uh, they felt like, again, it wasn't a good bet for them. That, that's on them. They made the decision. It is what it is. 
but you cannot, cannot allow Jameis Winston to go into this year weaponless. And you also, again, even though, again, the top four wide receivers seem to be guys that could come in immediately and make an impact, we've seen young wide receivers struggle in the NFL. Not every wide receiver comes in like Jordan Jefferson and sets the, uh, the league on fire. And there are responsibilities within, within this offense for a wide receiver that maybe you don't have with other, other teams. The blocking, what you have to do on your route tree, uh, understanding, again, what defense they are, and then making the right decision on where you have to go to be on the same page with the quarterback. Can that young player who comes from a uh, comes maybe again three years out of out of a college program can they do that? Some can they'll be able to do it. Jordan Jefferson did, but can the can these guys that are coming in this year? Some are saying this is such a deep draft with wide receiver you can find them in the second third round. Okay, I get it. And a lot of those guys maybe could 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 erupt into again great players in the NFL. But you need veteran players to come in here and and to be able to to, to lift up the. Um, the, the, the weaponless Saints right now because they are weaponless. They, they re-signed Traquan Smith today, two years, six million. Okay, a guy that can, a guy that can, uh, can block downfield. Got decent speed. He gets open every once in a while. He's not the answer. He's not the answer. This team needs weapons. And now going into the third week of, this, of, of, of free agency, um, they can't continue to shop at big lots. They got to go out and again make some meaningful, uh, 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 meaningful, bring in some meaningful free agents that can turn this thing around. So hopefully, again, this will be the week. Look, this team's got a shot. You know, the to me the to me the um, did I say I said I said, I said, I said Jordan Jeff, Justin Jefferson. Thank you, Michael. Mike was telling me I said uh, Jordan Jefferson, not it's Justin Jefferson. Um, this they have a championship defense if, if they stay healthy. But, you know, the clock's going to run out on that eventually either uh, as well. You got DeMario Davis. You got, you got Cam Jordan. Got some, we got some players, you know, if Malcolm Jenkins sticks around, if he not, you got some players that are getting older, that, that are getting the core of this culture. You don't have the time to be able to sit around and say, okay, we'll get to it in a couple of years. You need to compete now. And to me, the NFC is wide open. The strength of the, of the NFL is in the AFC this year, okay, with all those great quarterbacks. If they're lucky with injuries, okay, and then they can sign some weapons, and when Winston can play like he did in the first seven games of last year, if this defense continues to play like it did last year, NFC's wide open. They can be a Super Bowl contender. Now, we know the Saints have traditionally filled holes in, the, in, in free agency and, and, and then went with best player available in the draft. But we haven't seen a Saints team flush with cap space like this, $23 million available in a long, long time. To spend it to me would be a misstep. Okay, uh, it, it, if they, they didn't upgrade these offensive weapons with their Super Bowl defense with this window they have right now. Breeze is not coming back. Peyton's not coming back. It's a new regime. We'll see how it's going to play out. Look, it all could blow them up in their face, right? We have no type of we have no we have no idea of what type of coach Dennis Allen is going to be, and and if they're going to get the buy-in, there's going to be again the, the the quote unquote fear of the wrath of Peyton. Will there be a wrath of, of Allen now? We don't know about that. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But the one thing you can't go into this into this season is, especially with a quarterback that is not Drew Brees, with not giving them him the full complement of weapons to be to be successful. And to count on again a rookie class to come in and, and to have a rookie class similar to what you had in 2017 or what the Pelicans are, are dealing with now with their rookie class, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. But you got some money to spend now. Spend it on some veteran players that could come in and make a difference now. 
wide receiver, maybe two, tight end, running back. I mean, I keep, keep hopping on running back because Mark Ingram's not getting any, any younger, and you need a big back that, again, that can catch the ball in the backfield, protect the quarterback, and be able to run inside. Take the pressure off of Alvin Kamara so he's fresh for the stretch run. And, of course, if he's suspended, he's going to have to carry the load for you as well. So hopefully this is the week we start to see the Saints kind of turn things around uh, when it comes to uh, free agency. And we start to see something more than, again, a Sorensen. Um, and, again, I'm not knocking Street and May. Okay, both guys I think are going to come in. I think they, they're going to contribute. But you can't keep shopping at big lots because if you shop at, continue to shop at big lots for your weapons, you're going to have a big lot type offense. And maybe that worked with a guy like, like Drew Brees, but I don't think it works with a guy like James Winston. Look, by the way, he said all the right things today. Uh, when it when it came to his um, when it came to his press conference, uh, you know he's going to be ready for training camp, etc. Give the dude some weapons. He didn't have them last year, okay? Give him give him some weapons. All right, before we get out of here, it, it's the slap heard heard around the world, right? Of course, I'm talking about Will Smith uh, bitch slapping Chris Rock last night at the Academy Awards. Look, I don't watch the Academy Awards. I haven't watched them. I, I can't tell you the last time I watched the Academy Awards. I was watching basketball. Um, of course, Rock made, made an incentive joke about uh, uh, Will Smith's wife, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, who's battling uh, Apricia. Look, at first, when, when I saw it on social media, I thought it was like a stage gag, right? But then if you go to, and I, I had to go to the Japanese footage because uh, the uh, ABC supposedly, uh, supposedly uh, went away and uh, the, the footage they had on, on social media, you didn't get it. But then you heard Smith again when he returned to his seat Told Rock repeatedly to keep his wife's mouth out of his name. And, look, we all know the, the Oscars, right? Okay? I mean, look, pop, circumstance, etc. I'm sure they got their stuffed shirts all in a tizzy after the incident on live international TV. But, you know, I had this discussion on social media recently with, 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 uh, with a, a, a listener or a viewer uh, to one of my programs. Um, it related to Alvin Kamara. At what point... When you cross the line of making disparaging remarks about someone's girlfriend or wife, does someone react? And look, we said all along, uh, Kamara has an entourage. Kamara didn't have to go poke the guy and then ultimately, uh, ultimately punch the guy. Okay, one of his guys could have done that, and, and he could have stayed clean, right? He didn't do it. Um, when you're looking at the Pinkett Smith case, where her, uh, you know, her appearance is a byproduct of an illness or a disease, I mean, would it be all right for Chris Rock to make a joke about a cancer patient that was in the audience or someone in a wheelchair? I mean, where's the line? And then how do you react when, when that line is crossed when it comes to a loved one? Will Smith's kids were in the audience, not to mention his wife sitting there being embarrassed. It wasn't a funny joke to them at all. And it seemed like to be an off-the-cuff joke as well, not like something that was prepared. He saw her. He saw her bald head. He made the comment about the GI, uh, the, the, the GI uh, 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 movie uh, joke. It's a different world we live in now. There's no doubt about it. But I'm telling you, in my younger days, I've gotten into it with idiots who disrespected my wife, my daughters. Does that make it right? No. But there's a line that you do not cross. And maybe it's where I grew up and, and, when I, and when I grew up, the time I grew up, this is different. Okay? Look, in my neighborhood, nobody pulled any weapons, but nobody let anybody disrespect their mothers, sisters, girlfriends, or wives either. And I understand that is an international event and maybe not the time or the place to go smack the crap out of somebody when they make a crack like that. 
But I'm saying this right now. It's a byproduct of what we're dealing with right now when it comes to social media. It's made people too brave to say anything they want behind a screen because they wouldn't have the guts enough to say it to your face. We see this all the time. In, in, in the case of Smith, was it the right time or right place? Probably not. But I asked the question just like I did with Alvin Kamara. If it was your wife, your girlfriend, your daughter, your loved one, how would you have reacted? So I know that a lot of people are piling on Will Smith right now. And maybe it wasn't the right time or the right place. And maybe chivalry is dead. I don't know. But at the same time, I have no issue with him taking up for his wife. None at all. Especially, again, with her dealing with, with, with again, the, the illness she's dealing with. And, of course, he, he apologized in his speech. Supposedly, again, they, uh, they, they got together. Uh, Rock and him got together after the, uh, uh, the show was over. And, and they worked out their differences and everything is cool. And it's something that I don't think we'll ever forget. And it's something I'm sure the Oscars will never forget. But it just goes to show you, ladies and gentlemen, there's a line you don't cross. There's a line you do not cross. And last night, that was one of those lines. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a new system, ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Again, remember, authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry and can service any brand out there. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. 
Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. I love my Charmin Super Mega Frozen. Charmin's yeah. It's TP Goals, yeah. Charmin's got six rows in one. Lasts forever on my buns. Only Super Mega when I'm cleaning. Charmin's got my booty believing. Charmin's Super Mega Roll is six regular rolls in one. Enjoy the go with Charmin. You're the one everyone looks to for answers. Come rain or shine, the job must get done. And you're the one who makes it happen. We get you, Jackie in Fresno, putting your employee safety first. And Manny in Chattanooga, whose local Granger team knows him by name. We're here for you and all the ones who get it done. With 24-7 customer support and access to product specialists to help you find what you need. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Celebrate Fish Fry Fridays each week during Lent. Restaurants across the New Orleans region are featuring seafood entrees to benefit Hospitality Cares, a partnership from the Louisiana Hospitality Foundation and United Way of Southeast Louisiana. Fish Fry Fridays features an array of Lenten seafood specials and raises funds to help hospitality workers. Sponsored by the New Orleans Fish House and Tabasco brand. Go online at fishfryfridays.org to see participating restaurants and their featured specials. That's fishfryfridays.org. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I was trying to think of uh, uh, during the monologue. It was the G.I. Jane uh, comment that, um, that Chris Rock made. And uh, we'll see how it kind of plays out. Want to uh, want to thank our guests today, Alec Cassell and also Mike Scarborough, both guys joining us on the program. Uh, we are going to be preempted on Friday. I want to give everybody again the the heads up. We'll be preempted on Friday by uh, UNO baseball. So just a four four day uh, uh, show week this week. So again, we'll try to we'll try to get as many people in as we can that we normally have on the show within the next the next three days. Also, again, don't forget Jude Young joins me on the award winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. You can check us out there. Uh, I want to thank all the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slash of the sponsor sponsor our program. Please continue to support those great sponsors. Again, easy to find. Click on the on the on the link. It'll take you right to their website. Thanks to the sponsors sponsor our show. But thank you for again uh, listening to the program, watching the TV show. Very much appreciated. Don't forget the podcast will be up about uh, 20 minutes after the program ends on, on on the Anchor app. But then we're on all podcasting platforms. And I want to thank Rudy back at studio doing uh, again um, uh, the producing behind the scenes. Certainly appreciate him. Uh, Kenny Trahan is going to be coming up next with with um, with his great show, and of course, um, uh, always keep it right here on 106.1, starting four to six with again with a great with great sports talk as well as with you know I, I dabble in you know politics, I dabble in social uh, 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 social issues, I dabble obviously in what's going on uh, with um, with our city, our state, and big week for our city. 
Huge week for our city. The Final Four coming to town. Uh, a Blue Blood Final Four uh, that's going to feature, again, Villanova versus Kansas, North Carolina versus Duke. Uh, Mike Tuszewski trying to get um, his final national championship. A lot of eyes are going to be on New Orleans. Hopefully, again, we have a peaceful week here in the city and, and, and a week that, again, that uh, folks will walk away and remember uh, because nobody, nobody puts on a better event than, than the New Orleans does. And uh, we'll be on full display this entire week uh, for not just the national media, but the international media. Look, don't sell it short, folks, saying, oh, it's the sports media. No, it's the international media, and we cannot pay for the type of advertising we're going to get over this next week, the sights and sounds of the city, to be able to bring people back to our city uh, to visit. So hopefully, again, it'll be a great week. You have a great evening. My name is Eric Asher. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. Ken Trahan's up next from the dog catch of the governor. You don't want to include the mayor. They all got to go. Already cost us half our shoe. The Lord, I swear we ain't. We ain't going to lose no more without a fight. Better do